means I should change myself. Hello and good football to all. This is the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host, AJ and Colt, Season 2, Episode 50, an NFL season retrospective with guest and comedian Eric Helwig. Eric, welcome, sir. Yes, welcome. It's good, good, good to be here. Um, could there be more text on the screen with that first image? I wouldn't worry about <laughs> Eric. It's not for you, baby. Ryan, you take it away, honey. <laughs> yeah, this is all for me because I don't know how to read good. Eric will be joining us this evening as we discuss our favorite stories from the 2021 NFL season we will review the conference championship week and atone last week's poor decisions uh eric is an actor comedian writer podcaster and john voight super fan oh, wow that's true <laughs> yeah we do love john voight on this podcast Longtime no, listener no, of the show we, no, we don't we don't we don't you can find him on twitter at eric helwig uh, and also at death lives tv his podcast is bringing the backups. It is delightful. Uh, at Backup Pods is the Twitter for that. Backup he celebrates. Pod. Jesus. Whatever. <sighs> Don't whatever me. Go on. He celebrates backup NFL quarterbacks with guest comedians and personalities. Are you uh, boys is... fighting over little old me? Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's because you're so adorable. <laughs> uh, he appeared on America's Got Talent, Brain Games, and The Greatest Party Story Ever. Uh, he's featured on Nat Geo, Comedy Central, MTV Other, and National Commercials. He wrote for Money from Strangers on MTV. He performed at clubs and festivals like Big Pine, Westside, Oak City, Snow Jam, Aloha Comedy, Michael Vick's Prison Cell, and others. All right. All right. I love this. Yeah, that's an ASPCA fundraiser. I <laughs> uh, head to Linktree slash Eric Hellwig. That is hell with two L's and wig like you wear on your head uh, for links to his YouTube channel, Instagram podcast, website, newsletter, stand updates, Patreon and emails from John Gruden. Yeah, I save all those. Did you get yeah. those too? Oh, man, they're so good. And mine back to them are way worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm really I'm, I'm incorrigible. Your, your NFL legacy is in jeopardy, sir. Uh, Eric's bride is the very funny comedian, actor, writer. Liz Galalis, is that correct? Galalis. Galalis, whatever. I, I was close. I was really close. Uh, she is not, who has promised uh, to cut back on mental breakdowns this year. Find her at Liz Galalis on the Twitters.com. I made it through most of that with only screwing up a couple of times. You did so good. I know. The, the level of research that you guys do is always, it always. Once again, you back. say you guys. <laughs> Eric, I will say that I did copy and paste most of that from the last time you were on. If I'm no, being. No, but. But the John Voight thing, was that from last time? No, no. I made that up entirely. I don't know. Oh, because that's a that. thing. Yeah. Oh, it I mean, is a thing. That's oh, a little okay. bit of a thing with me. We can Good talk interesting. about it later. Good yeah. for you. Wow, what a cosmic coincidence. My goodness. John Voigt, great in Anaconda. Yes. He is good in Anaconda. He's very good in National Treasure. <laughs> he is a National Treasure. Here's, this is, this, can I tell you the John Voigt thing? I don't want to get you guys Yeah, please, here. go ahead. So when you watch the movie National Treasure, Stoned, every time John Voigt talks, it's like he's not the character in the movie. He's just John Voigt just who John happens v to be on set yeah. talking. So yeah. it's, very, it's a very weird thing, and you have have to be high but if you watch the movie stone it just seems like john void got lost on the set of national treasure and they couldn't <laughs> him out of the movie but all of his lines are like where am i i watch all my john all my john void viewing is done pantsless I'm just... i thought this was the coffee shop <laughs> you remember john void in heat he's got the uh yeah got, like, oh yeah back hair he's I get, he's good in a lot of stuff he's, he's varsity, he should have been, been, been father he should have been in lost 
he should have been the 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 bearded or the um the, the old, old curmudge the curmudgeon old man who knew everything that should have so been john, john voight yeah okay it should have been john voight ryan yeah eric will attempt the pronunciation game we will present the mac orkle award for episode mvp named for michael mccorkle mac jones yes his middle name is mccorkle we love him because he's a former child model obviously Duh. national champion first round nfl draft pick with the body of a young john daly we have changed the spelling to mc capital o-r-c-a-l in honor of aj's former roommate's inability to spell basically anything you guys are uh, big child model fans. Yeah, yeah, we're we're big in the child model. We game. can. Colt we can... has a fantasy league. AJ, yeah. you're not going to keep that other hat on. No, it's and I'll tell you why. I'll tell no, you why. No, this is it, it's time for AJ's Yenzer it's promo. The Yenzer of the week. promo of the week, and I'm going to get Douglas real quick. It's a it's a his Douglas! cousin Douglas. Douglas. He does a bit. Uh, <clears throat> well, put uh, the hat on. Put the hat back on later because yeah, I had some on. insults that I thought about for it, but it's perfect. Now, now it's too late. We'll It'll be set, back. We'll set up a spot for that. <clears throat> All right, boys. Um, so, Eric, my name is Douglas. I'm I'm obviously from Pittsburgh, if you can tell. Uh, and now, uh, so I've I've recently joined the podcast uh, over the last two weeks. Um, I've been here, but I never introduced myself. And I think I'm gonna do. I want to do a Q and A with you boys. So, if you got anything for me, uh, go ahead and bring it. Ryan, you're up first. Uh, yes, Douglas. Uh, what is your favorite sandwich from Promantis, and and why is that? That is that's a thing. Uh, I like free sandwiches from Permanti Brothers, ones that I don't have to pay for with money. Eric, uh, if you have to wear the the sports jersey or uniform to a home game of a team, and it has to be another Pittsburgh team, so like if you're going to like a Steelers game, but you can't wear Steelers, you got to wear a Penguins, a Pirates, or something else. I guess those two are the two. Mm, yeah. Which, which, like like which which jersey translates best to a different sport now for sure because if you go to a, a pittsburgh steelers game and you want to win you don't wear anything pirates that's fair uh colt <laughs> D- douglas um uh, let, let's talk uh, nicotine use what's your preferred method dip vaping cigarettes cigars no i've been eating I've, I've been eating cigarettes since i was 16 eating cigarettes okay <laughs> I have, I, have a question, I have a question for Colt. Did uh, he sit further away from his computer to look more like a Bond villain getting revealed? No, he couldn't. There's, there's actually a wall there. If you Mr. Mr. Helwig, do you have a question? Douglas, have you ever have you ever attended the Ribs on the River Festival in Pittsburgh? No, but I I did one time fall into the Monongahela. With your ribs? Uh, no, I was born without them. <laughs> what, why... It is the south side of Pittsburgh little shopping mall there that you walk up and down in the outside street? Why is it so wet all the time? Peas doing your- doing the onesies. It's urine. Mm. Okay. Douglas, uh, music. I've heard you're a big Nickelback fan. Is that true or false? I do like to to play it to get my lady in the mood. Okay. It also does tend to turn me on. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Hmm. It makes me something. Okay, last question from our guest. Precursor. Uh, Who do you think should uh, replace uh, Ben Roethlisberger? And what do you think about his legacy as a single man dating in Pittsburgh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Eric, as soon as we get off the pod, as soon as we get off the podcast here, as soon as I get off the podcast, I'm going to go put a phone call and see if I can't get that jump started. I'm going to put my name in the hat. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Start warming up. 
I'm going to put my head in that ring and see if I can't break me off a little bit, Big Ben. Mm. I think I can really help him settle down. Yeah. Yeah. And stop with the bathroom stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The the nicest way ever to qualify what he did is bathroom stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Douglas, come here. All right, boys, I got to go. Thank you. Uh, I will be back next week or I won't. It doesn't really matter. Um, And that's up to me anyway. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Douglas. Bye, Dougie. What a delightful visit with our friend from Pittsburgh. Look who's back, the the white villain from Zorro. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't didn't say anything embarrassing, did he? No. No, no. He didn't say anything controversial about uh, some allegations against Big Ben some years ago, did he? Credible allegations? No. Pretty credible, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Boy. All right, Eric, you know how we do things here. We're not here to make friends. Human decency and puns not tolerated. Name calling is required. Don't wait until people are done talking to opine. My name is Ryan. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Keep it brisk. We have tiny bladders. No rules, just right. Brokeback snake house. Gentlemen, shall we football? Yeah, we oh, yeah. All right. Now it's time to give two fucks. Eric, were we giving two fucks when you were here last? I don't we, believe we, we gave were. no we gave no fucks when Eric was here. Last. I don't think so. Yeah. So here, here's how we do this. Uh, fuck. Yes, please. Is a pleasant surprise from championship week. Uh, things that you enjoyed that you didn't expect to enjoy. Fuck. No, thank you. Are your disappointments. Uh, and then we're going to go we're going to go a third round here with Super Bowl thoughts. Uh, I did originally spell that T-H-O-T-S, but I could not think of how to tie that into it. So I left it as the traditional spelling. We could have gone with with okay. wives and girlfriends. Uh, but that would be that would be that would be rude. Yeah, that's definitely not like us at all. Uh, so, AJ, show me, show us how it's done, please. So, uh, Eric, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give a fuck. Yes, please. A pleasant surprise from from the championship week correct indeed i was uh i was surprised that tom brady retired i guess that, i don't know if that counts as championship <laughs> no it week. counts let's go i mean look it's like i love i look i i don't obviously he's like darth vader but he's fun to root for um i was hoping he would come back i guess i'm ha- but i am happy that he's gonna like you know get to know his kids and stuff probably get on a first name basis with the <laughs> kids that uh i don't know eric he's been he's been kissing him on the mouth for a while (laughs) (laughs) i i just thought he was i I thought he was too driven i you know what i mean like i i feel like he was gonna have to get injured to leave you know like that's yeah that's always how i pictured it like he's so he's such a psychopath about those like six or seven quarterbacks that got drafted in front of him like that's all of his identity like i feel like he jerks off thinking about geo carmizzi having to work at his brother's car wash in <laughs> oh the deep tracks that's like the only way he can come uh hofstra <laughs> That's one of your boys. I think like, I think like once a month, like Chris Redmond gets a call where he just hears breathing on the other end. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's Brady. Nobody knows backup quarterbacks like Eric. I'm telling you. (laughs) And they were all backups. Except for Tom Brady. No, I think Spurgeon Wynn was one of them too. Spurgeon Wynn was one. Poor Spurgeon. No, I feel like I, I always thought that he would just, I, I, I just thought he would never stop. I mean, that's honestly, it is like, I think I assumed he'd be 50 playing. So, and who knows, maybe he takes a year off and then goes and plays somewhere else. Like I wouldn't even put that past him, but yeah, maybe he gets to know his wife and kids doesn't like them very much. And then comes back to play another season of football. I'm sure the jets. I mean, G- Giselle 
I'll probably put it to him pretty. Oh, yeah. Bluntly. It was the first thing my dad said was like, she finally convinced him to quit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, after watching the way that game ended, the, the Rams and the Bucks, I, I didn't feel like he as a competitor could be satisfied with that being exactly the end cap of his career. It must have been a pretty serious joking aside for a second. It might, it must've been a pretty serious uh, ultimatum to get him to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Joking aside. That's not, it's no laughing matter. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he kisses her on the mouth as much as he kisses the kids? I would hope so. Do you think that's why they're in couples counseling? (laughs) They're in couples counseling because he can only orgasm thinking about the quarterback drafted <laughs> I, in front of him. I, I, was, wondering, I was wondering who was going to take comes. a swing at that low hanging fruit. That's yeah. what is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that, that's my pleasant surprise. And I say it pleasant, not because he's gone, but because I am like, oh, yeah, it's on a human level. I'm like, I hope he's I hope he's happy. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. right. He is Darth Vader. He I like I, I fucking love Darth Vader. But he, he is, is a villain. He has, be- he has become so much more likable since he left New England and yeah. can now actually True. be uh, present on social media and say what he wants in press conferences and show his humanity. I, before the game, I saw a commercial or something and I, I looked over at someone next to me and I said, I fucking love Tom Brady. And I wanted to shoot myself that exact <laughs> moment. I love how he like he he stuck by Antonio Brown through thick and thin. Even through the end, he was like, yeah, we're, we're praying yeah. for him. No, I mean, look, I, I might have said this on the last show, but I, I feel like I feel like Tom Brady would vouch for Ray Carruth if he could still run a flag route. Like, <laughs> this dude will do whatever it takes. That's going to that's going to play really well. Carol, I, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's and then, you know, even after he got burned, even after he got burned in the last two weeks by Antonio still. Still, yeah, he's older. You know, you get older, you, you realize you're like, I bet a younger Tom Brady would be much more upset about the impact that has on the team. When you get old, you you, you see somebody making mistakes like that and you... you Just like, man, pers- I hope he gets help. Yeah, you have perspective yeah. on it, you know? Yeah, he sees the rest of the... He sees mortality now that he's in his mid-40s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Colt, what is your fuck yes, please? Yeah, I was going to say... Debo Samuel, but that's not even a surprise. He's just a badass uh, in whatever he does on the football field. It's a joy to watch. But instead, I'm going to go on the other side of the ball. I'm going to say Odell Beckham, nine catches for 113 yards on 11 targets. Mm. And the Rams consistently make him more and more involved week in, week out. And I feel like he very well could stay a Ram because he's a free agent. How good of a barometer is this to judge Baker Mayfield? And like it's I not there. Yeah, I kind of I, I don't think, think so it is. The, the it's apples to oranges, but I just <laughs> like the involvement of the offense that they're they're keying him in on, and I think they want to make him happy. And I think he's still has some gas in the tank, man. It, it's kind of nice to see. Still in his twenties. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he'll be twenty nine going into next season. Uh, I mean, I think it's safe to say the elite playmaker we saw in those years with Eli Manning and the Giants is probably not on the table anymore, but he's still a good player. And it's nice to see a change of scenery for him. Uh, and hopefully he stays a Ram and doesn't flip out and do crazy diva shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That catch he made on the sidelines right before he got his head taken off yeah. uh, in a 15 yard flag. That was a very, 
that was when I thought like, oh, fuck, this guy is still really good. Yeah, yeah. He reached out, he snagged it with his hands, and then got his doors blown off. Right. And held on to it. Yeah, I, thought, he played I felt well. like that was a huge turning point in the game is when that play was made. Yep. AJ, yours? I'm going to pluck this low-hanging fruit, and I'm going to say the Bengals. Yep. They have, um, it's, they have beat the spread in the playoffs by 18 and a half points. Unbelievable. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love 18 and a half. It's incredible. They beat the spread all three times and then they took a shit on it in the next two games after the Raiders game. Unbelievable work. Wow. You guys see the the photo of the last time they went to the Super Bowl? It was OJ Simpson interviewing the coach. Really? Yeah. This is how long it's been. I did see that. Yeah. What a tremendous football team that is to watch. Yeah. The, 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 there are long stretches of their games that I don't enjoy at all because yeah, it is some, some not pretty until they figure it out. And then their defense tightens the clamps. And that kid, Macaulay Calkin looking ass, <laughs> that kid comes out and absolutely plays yeah. ice in his veins. Good at football. That kid is so good. And Jamar Chase was, didn't even have a huge game. No, we thought it was going to be, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen for the next 15 years. It's there's going to be a lot of Joe Burrow sprinkled in there. Oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of Joey holes. He is mm-hmm. the real <laughs> fucking deal. Uh, my fuck. Yes, please. will be the Bengals defense. Trey Hendrickson. Uh, yes. Specifically. Yeah. He was a fucking menace. Yeah. He was everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and even toward the end of the game it looked like he either got gassed or dinged his shoulder up while he was trying to punch the ball out from patrick mahomes that chop yeah i saw that yep and then he went over and was kind of stretching on the sidelines and came back and still wreaked havoc yeah for the rest of that contest what a fabulous football game that was and tyree kill didn't even have a catch in the second half yeah I, that that was a phenomenal performance by the Bengals defense against that, and that interception in overtime yeah wow yeah i love that play where vontez perfect uh hit Patrick Mahomes with a lead pipe. That was good too. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call a flag on that one. No, I think it was a five yarder. That'll be in the competition. <laughs> I think, I think it was illegal procedure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did, be in the it, competition it was one of those heat of the moment things, you know, Pac-Man you Jones gotta let him somewhere play. out there with a pool cue. Uh, fuck. No, thank you. Uh, AJ. Um, that'll be a fuck. No, thank you to the chief's defense. I'm going to take all the low hanging fruit gentlemen. Um, to let that lead slip away at the uh, in that game is well, it's kind of unacceptable when you have uh, an offense like that. Now, lucky for them, they'll be back in this situation. If not next year, maybe the year after, they'll be back here, and I'm sure they'll win. They'll win it and get back to the Super Bowl the next time they get here. Um, but this was within their grasp, and um, the defense needs to lock down towards the end of the game obviously but especially in this situation i mean you, you can't allow a come a comeback like that nope eric you got one yeah fuck no thank you to tom brady retiring come on you pussy <laughs> yes <laughs> yes now think- my, my real my my real one is uh uh i don't know i think it's like the 49ers being like getting rid of jimmy g i don't i don't i don't like trey lance i don't think he's gonna be that good i don't either I think I look, let me, as, as a Carson Wentz, uh, you know, somebody suffered from PTSD, 
being an Eagles fan. Like, oh, buddy. Who, the, who the fuck cares that Trey Lance was good for a season and a half and one game at fucking North Dakota State? Like, who cares? He was at North Dakota State for a reason. Yeah. Oh, he completed 80% of his passes against Winthrop. I didn't know yeah. Winthrop had football. He only threw it 12 times that game. Yeah. What what is it? What does it mean <laughs> if, if he if he hits the receiver in stride when somebody that looks like me is playing cornerback? Like who I think you look athletic. Yeah. No, you think so? Yeah. Svelte. Let's <laughs> fuck. I draft you. Uh, no, man, I, I I am un I am unimpressed with him. I was unimpressed with like I mean I know he's a rookie, but I I just don't think he's gonna be that good. I feel like that D two thing, it's like it doesn't work out that well most of the time. No, they're hoping that his accuracy issues will magically disappear, like Josh Allen. Josh Allen is very much the exception. Yeah, I love when, I love when, I love when anybody is not competing at the level they should be, and people go, yeah, yeah, but Josh Allen. Yeah, <laughs> Josh like, Allen's an alien. Josh yeah, Allen is a unicorn of aliens. Yes. Josh Allen was a two-star recruit at Wyoming. Yep. You guys know that? Yep. That's crazy to me. Yep. Six foot five. What is he? 250, 240. Yep. Cannon arm. He only move. completed like 55% of his balls at Wyoming. Yeah. Because he's throwing to me. True. Good point. Good point. Um, my fuck no thank you. Unless, Colt, you have one on, on the ready. I do. I do. It's, play, it's playing off of uh, Eric's here is, is fucking to thank you, Jimmy G at quarterback for the 49ers. I mean, the way he chucked that ball carelessly to Aaron Donald or wait, Aaron Donald didn't intercept it, did he? But he, no, but he was, he was in there. He was in his face. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I'm not, I mean, the 49ers, they have so many offensive weapons and they got a great line and Jimmy G does enough. Like he's, to me, he's just not a good quarterback. And I don't think Trey Lance is very good either. I have a level of excitement with Lance from a fantasy football perspective with his rushing upside. And I think Shanahan can really unlock um, the offense in a different way with Lance under center. I just, I want more for the offense of the 49ers with the likes of Ayuk and Debo and Kittle and the run game, whoever they decide to put in there. It's just, I, I would like to see the ceiling higher for those players. And I just, I think Jimmy G he caps it out he was playing with a broken thumb and a separated shoulder you're right so there's that also <laughs> they're like six and 27 when he's not the starter i know and yes, like 35 you, and 14 when he is the actual numbers they're 35 and 21 when he starts they're eight and 28 when he doesn't yeah. so yeah. i don't know man like are the backups that bad in san francisco I mean, no. well, CJ Beathard is not there anymore. So, oh yeah, gotta love CJ Beathard. Listen, <laughs> this I I think there's something to like uh, how hot he is. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very like homo. He gets by on handsome yeah, alone. He does. He, he really does. does. He's a good looking. He's got guy. A, a lot of salt and pepper going now too. He's got like a little George Clooney. Yeah. Thing going on. Yeah, yeah he took his helmet off. Was sitting on the sidelines, looking all sad after that game. And I looked at my girlfriend and her friend and said. God, that fucker's handsome. <laughs> he is. He is Even stunningly good looking. I, I heard on a podcast, I can't remember which one, they were saying like he's the only person to make Tom Brady feel insecure about himself. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady's like, you gotta trade him. He's too, <laughs> he's too handsome. He's pretty. 
the first here. thing he did when he got to San Francisco was take a porn star out to a restaurant yeah. Yeah. out there. It's like that yeah. old SNL sketch where they're like, you're too sexy. You're too sexy. <laughs> He's just too, too good looking. By the way, did anyone catch Peyton Manning's uh, bit on SNL? On Emily in Paris? It was beautiful. Oh, my God. That was great. I missed it. it. It was tremendous. It's all over the Twitter. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to be breaking down the uh, championship games. And um, he, at least his bit was that he actually didn't watch any of them because he watched the, and he binged the entire <laughs> second <laughs> season of Emily in Paris. That's really, <laughs> and that's just proceeded really funny. to break down a whole season. That's it was really great. Funny. My fuck. No, thank you. Is Sean McVay. Mm, do tell Sean McVay is going to lose the Rams to Super Bowl. Why do you say that? He had no timeouts left with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Can't do that and win football look. games. He challenged the least fumbled ball of all time. He did. You can't do that and have sex with your own wife. Nope. No, no. He doesn't deserve to have sex Wait with his second. own wife. He has sex with his own wife. No, no. Kyle <laughs> Shanahan after, has sex that. with his wife. <laughs> this is, this is a, a con- this is a belief that right. This is a hill this that Ryan a, has tried to die on. Bear with me here, Eric. <laughs> bear with me here. Uh, I I have firm belief that Kyle Shanahan actually owns everything that Sean McVay thinks he owns, including having consensual sex with his wife. Okay. I'm I'm yeah. I'm super thrilled with this take. Yeah, uh, he did beat him six straight times, and Sunday would have been seven. The 49ers did cover the spread, so Sean McVay gets to have sex with his own wife this time, except now Kyle Shanahan just gets to watch. Because I was going to say, Kyle at least gets to watch. Yeah, because yeah. he covered. But yeah. Sean McVay's going to lose the Rams to Super Bowl. They went all in on this football team with their roster building, and they're complete throwing their draft capital out the window. And Sean McVay is going to do something that he thinks is really smart that's actually bafflingly dumb and lose them the Super Bowl, and it's a shame for Matt Stafford. He's uh, he got a little bit of a smartest guy in the room syndrome. Yep. Yes, he does. It's like whenever Aaron Rodgers opens his mouth, he tries to sound smart and out comes, comes something really fucking dumb. Oh, that's my fuck. No, thank you. Uh-oh. Let's fight about Aaron Rodgers. I love him. I do, too. He's got beautiful eyes. He's got beautiful eyes. Hot girlfriend. Yep. Can sling it. All right. Well, where's uh, Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> end up? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get there. Hmm? Oh, yeah, we okay. might. We might get there. Yeah. Don't okay. know. We might get there. Um, so Super Bowl thoughts. Instead of going in, in order, let's just start yelling at each other. Okay. Yells. The Bengals are going to win because Sean McVay is going to lose the game. I remember you saying that from 10 seconds ago. Those are my thoughts. Yes. Yes. I think the Rams are going to win because of their defensive line and Jalen Ramsey and Cooper Cup. This is in. We could have another home victory here. Yeah, exactly. Because the Rams are so playing far. in SoFi. Yep. Uh, the entire stadium is going to be Bengals fans. And going to going to ruin Eric's weekend. Potentially uh, ruin his potentially. weekend. Potentially. I'll be uh, I'm definitely going to be rooting for the Bengals. I do think they're going to I mean they're going to be the underdogs, but I feel like people are picking them. Yeah. Right yeah, now, I mean I trust so the Bengals. Well, so this so you know the 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 theory is Vegas gives 3 points for home field advantage. This is technically um, for all intents and purposes this is a home game. So you can yeah. consider that three, I don't know, at least close to that home three that they give away. Maybe cut it in half due to the circumstances of this being the Super Bowl. But some of those points are probably a little extra for the Rams. I think Eric's right. And I think this line is going to move towards the Bengals as we get closer. Yep. Well, let me let, let, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. Who's who do you, who's a better team, the Rams or the Chiefs? If you just Rams. 
Rams? I think no, so. I think, the, I think the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, so I, like top to bottom that, roster, I think it's the Rams, but Pat Mahomes makes up for a lot of deficiencies. And yeah. you know, the big guys do. I, I think that the Bengals had have already won two road games against the Titans and the Chiefs that would be harder than winning in LA. I agree. Yeah. And they I were mean, down that, big yeah. 21 to three in if Arrowhead. You're, if you're gonna talk about a home, but but even even playing in Nashville, uh mm-hmm. I mean look, L- LA has like no home field advantage even for None. that championship game I just, i'm like the 49ers fans are louder than the rams fans it was yeah they're red yeah yeah so 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 ne- never has a home field advantage in the super bowl which i guess there's been <laughs> three yeah did the packers two count um yeah because i think for the first couple super bowls it was like the team like the team, team hosted, right? hosted yeah yeah but with the exception of that uh I don't think it's going to matter that much. No, except for people in Cincinnati can't afford tickets to the Super Bowl because the cheapest one is fifty two hundred dollars. Is that true? Yeah. God damn. Well, nosebleeds how- right now. Right now, selling for fifty two eighty. Think wow. about how much of that weird Cincinnati chili they could buy with that much money. Oh, that's so much skyline. <laughs> Jesus, you have so you have to top it with so many noodles and Pepto. Hmm. I'd have to eat that directly on the toilet. There would be no time. I'm going to put this to a stop right now. <clears throat> All right. So uh, now we atone for our sins. Uh, last week, I had no sins. I was sinless, akin to uh, the big man upstairs himself. I was 2-0, 7-5 <laughs> total for the playoffs. Colt, first participation. Thank you, Colt. You were 1-1, one one, mm-hmm. a grand total of 1-1 one one for the playoffs. Scott Rainier, thank you, Scott. We love you. You were 1-1. One bringing the guest playoff total to six and six tied with me is Ryan in playoff total seven and five. He was one and one for the week. <clears throat> AJ, you had, AJ, you had no sins last week. I sinned not at all last week. Well, I mean, just based on that hat you're wearing, I was assuming you attended a get out style auction. So that's surprising <laughs> to me that you have nothing to repent for. Ryan. Time for a dramatic advertisement reading by the F- SWF players, where we all adjourn to AJ's closet. Mm. There it is. What, what, what do we have here? Wait, are you going to cut something into that? Is that what that was? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it's a inf- infomercial. Yeah, I got it. It's thanking our many bountiful sponsors who have been so good to us as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we talking about quarterbacks here? Talk about Joey Holes. We're talking about mm. Cincinnati. I'm gonna I'm gonna run this down here. 2020 record for the Bungles, four eleven and one. They were last this year, ten and seven. They were first in the North. Uh, last year they were 29th in points per game. This year seventh. Last year they were 22nd in points per game against. This year they were 17th. In the 2021 playoffs, they are one and zero at home, two and zero away, three and zero versus the spread, and against the spread they are plus 18 and a half, which is unbelievable. Joey Holes led the league in yards per pass attempt, adjusted yards per pass attempt, which just makes the, it puts a little more context to what that stat means. Um, adjusting it for kind of bullshit throws and stuff like that. He was first in completion percentage and having the worst offensive line in football. He was first in sack yardage and sacks against sacked the most times in the league this year, Jamar chase, Pro Football Writers Association Offensive Rookie of the Year, Pro Bowler, second in yards per reception. He had 81 catches, 1,455 yards, and 13 touchdowns. That's as fucking a human bananas. Human rookie. It really is. 
That is banana land. You say human, I I would use that term loosely. Yeah, I'll give you that. He this was in. one. This is one of my favorite stories this year, and I'm. I'm. That's not unique. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, just the record turnaround alone is uh, incredible. The the moxie that kid has. Look at this cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. From the moment that he was drafted until now, and I'm assuming this it's going to continue. He has come across as kind of a dick. I love but it. I kind of like it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Here's to hoping Joe Holes doesn't catch on though. Mm. I, I hope I, not I, too, Eric. Eric, you're probably right. I've been <laughs> I've been working I've been working Joe Holes for at least nine months now. Hasn't caught on yet. So tough to hear. It's Mm-mm. tough to hear. Yeah. Yep. These are these are NFL storylines, is what we're doing. Uh from this is, season. This might be my favorite story yeah. of the year. Um yeah. Eric touched on Tom Brady. Um, and jokingly, it being a fuck yes, please, and a fuck no, thank you. It is both. I do want Tom Brady out of the league, but I am sad to see him go. Yeah, I want. Yeah, he's he's, he's Darth Vader. I I I, uh, I pause uh, Rogue One whenever Darth Vader comes on the telly. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Tom Brady, but I also want him to get the fuck out of my league so some other teams can have chances. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, in the, especially in the AFC. For him to come back after that injury last year and still get mollywhopped all year long because his offensive line is still doo-doo and for him to still be that cool under pressure yep that composed step into the throw like you made to jamar chase at the end of the titans game to put him in field goal range to drive him down in overtime get him in field goal range again everything looks under control with him yep and i think that's huge in an nfl locker room yeah there's no panic gentlemen does that satisfactorily fill your joe hole mm. oh yeah Yes, it did. You knew it was coming, gentlemen. <laughs> we did. No. You knew it was coming. This is this is where I get to probably get in a fight with Ryan. The floor, <laughs> the floor. This is we are talking Aaron Rodgers now as one of the most notable stories of the season by far. Eric, the floor is yours first. Who gives a shit? Personally, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't give a shit if people have decided. To not get the fucking vaccine anymore. I mean, Christ, it's been a year. We now know that the vaccine doesn't stop you from giving it to other people or getting it. It just makes it so you don't die if you get COVID. So why the fuck do I care? What I mean, like, obviously, like, I hope more people get vaccinated. Like, I'm pro-vaccination. But I'm, I'm against, like, all the fucking, like, vilifying of people who made that choice to not do it for whatever reason. And by the way, here's the reason he didn't do it. Have you checked out his hot girlfriend's Instagram? She's like a fucking Wiccan, like witch doctor. Like she, he's just doing what his girlfriend says. That's true, which is something we have all done. I was just saying, I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. Of course, every dude can relate to it. And here's, yep. here's, the, here's the greater point. Every single dude's opinion on COVID <laughs> restrictions is exactly yeah. the same as the lady fucking him. And that's, that's not a coincidence. So That's true. If my, if, if, if my wife was really into that stuff, we'd be fucking in hazmat suits. People want to get laid. <laughs> it's not rocket science. So people acting like, how could he think this way? Well, if he was dating somebody who was like, you're not putting your fucking Packers dick in me without a vaccination, he'd be vaccinated. Something about a cheese stick. So all these, all these, all these like woke, wimpy dudes on ESPN can go 
sit on a dick. Fuck you. You know what he's doing. He's got a hot girlfriend. Leave the man be. Here is my issue with one Aaron Rodgers, and it's not because he's unvaccinated. It's because when he opens his mouth and tries to sound really smart and prove to everyone that he's the smartest person on earth, <laughs> he sounds like a fucking idiot. Him and Kyrie Irving can shut the fuck up. Well, I love Kyrie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> loving, loving Kyrie. He gets better with age. Like a fine wine. So much fun. You choose to be unvaccinated. Don't give a fuck. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Say all, all he had to do was say, I don't want to get the vaccine right now. I'm going to follow all of the NFL's COVID protocols and try to help this team win and try to stay safe and keep myself, my family, and my teammates as safe as possible. But I don't want to get vaccinated right now. And all of this fucking goes away. Instead, he tries to explain it off with all of this high minded bullshit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, first off, they didn't ask him the right question. No, they didn't. <laughs> so he didn't technically lie. And so why did, why is it on uh, him to like what if if the, if the media is going to act like <laughs> like a bunch of fucking prosecutors who's not vaccinated? Let's write a mean op-ed about him. Then it's on you to ask a better question. He if he, he the fact that he mumbled. Yeah, you've been immunized. <laughs> <laughs> Ask a follow-up, you ask a follow-up, you dipshit. Yeah. Why is it on him to give you the the, the hit piece you want to write on him? Good point. Good point. And if he's yeah. as smart you know, as he thinks he is, he should have known this was coming, though. He's not, and and it, not once that I know of was he urging people to not get vaccinated. I know yes. this was not an attempt to change public. He was opinion. not Cole Beasley. He was not Cole Beasley. But but the, the he one. <laughs> the one flaw I would say, Ryan, in your argument is that you're acting like we live in a vacuum where if he had said what you said, listen, I'm choosing not to get the vaccine, but I'm going to do everything to keep my there would have been safe. black backlash, but there wouldn't have been this tidal wave of vitriol. Yeah, but does I don't know how much he the, the truth should. is, is I think he, I don't think he cares. I was and just thinking that if he really did, then he wouldn't be on Monday Night Football with the Mannings going like, oh, what's that book behind you? And Rand like he's literally <laughs> he is trolling people. Oh, 100 like, percent. So I, I feel like it's one of the things that people say about cancel culture is they go, oh, look, how how canceled is it? Rogan keeps his show. Louis doing a special. Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback. But the truth is, is all that shit when people target you or try to oust you from your position, it, it affects people who are much lower on the totem pole. Like, yes. honestly, it's comedians like me, where if I go do a show and some woke comic on the bill is like, you know what, fuck this guy and decides to use their Twitter following to like bash me, that'll fuck me a lot worse than it would somebody like Aaron Rodgers or somebody with money and stature who can't That's be true. canceled. Yeah. So you're put in a position, at least... In, in my opinion, where I, I have to back people like Aaron Rodgers because, <laughs> because who, el who else represents somebody that, because I have views, while I don't agree with what he's saying about you know, I'm immunized, I have other views that I know would be just as cancelable if somebody decided to fuck me. So sure. you, you, it's like this with Chappelle's special. Like I thought Chappelle's last special was weird. I'm like, why do you have three trans specials in a row like I'd tell some jokes but the fact that he the fact that him not getting pulled off netflix is important to comedy makes you go i have to back that even though i'm not a i'm personally like not like that interested in that special or didn't enjoy it that much 
it's like the the thing behind it is important. So that's that's my situation with Rogers. Is I feel like. I've been forced to defend him. And because of that reason, like I said, I, I, I honestly think it all comes down to, you know, that actress is very attractive. Her name is Shailene Woodley. That is true, yes. She's very attractive. That There's photos of them at the beach in Maui. They seem like they love each other. And, you know, she is like a character straight out of the craft. Like, she seems like some loopy, dipshit Hollywood actress. That, <laughs> like when someone's dying of cancer, like rubs basil behind her ear and like winks at the doctor, hold, like hold I got basil. this. Hold still, so, <laughs> this might help. So that's the that's that's who he's talking to when he goes home. Good point. And she's probably blowing the shit out of him. So lay off. Good point. You are so hot when you're unvaccinated. <laughs> such a bad boy all right so this is one that had to come up too we're talking about urban meyer in jacksonville um ryan you really wanted this one now this one belonged in here no matter what but yeah. uh you, you start this one off so i i began the season by saying the jacksonville jaguars and the urban meyer experiment would be one of my most interesting storylines for the season to follow because i was really excited to see when this would fuck up uh, and it, it started here in this picture that we see on our screens of Urban Meyer with his thumb halfway up the asshole of it looks like a 19 year old co-ed in his bar in Dublin, Ohio, after he didn't come back on the team plane after losing to the Super Bowl bound Cincinnati Bengals saying he was going to visit his grandkids uh, and decided to go get shithoused in his own bar and finger bang a much younger woman who is not his wife, Shelly. Yep. Yeah. That's where, that's where it started. Uh, well, really I mean, start, it, it actually started when he hired the strength coach on in the off season who was fired from Iowa for being a racist. That probably is where it started. That, that, that did it. That's what I was going to say that, that part. Yeah. Hiring racists. Um, and then the worst thing that he did period was signing Tim Tebow. Yeah. Mm, kicking his own kicker is up there kicker look kickers can get kickers can get irritating though but you get a little mouth kicker. kickers can kicker. be really irritating yeah i know he kicked josh myers he, in he, the he josh lambo josh, josh lambo <laughs> yeah. yeah um they were at practice and uh, urban meyer kicked josh lambo in i believe the shin yep and then when, was it his plant leg or his kicking leg i feel like I, that's important i don't think it you know i don't think it matters because he was upset about it so he voiced that. And then um, the next statement that came out of Urban's mouth included the word fuck. And it was directed at Josh Lambeau, not to Josh Lambeau. So it was um, combative. And they had some words. And then uh, Josh Lambeau uh, is no longer played for them. Who hires Urban Meyer next? Notre Dame. Bowling Green. <laughs> BGSU. Bowling brings him back. Let's go Big Green. <laughs> I, I always think it's I, I think the number one sign that someone sucks is when they go to like a max school for two seasons. Yeah. Bobby like Petrino you, you style. You can't hang out for a little longer. You fucking ladder climbing piece of shit. I mean, seriously, like when you draft, when you draft draft, when you recruit somebody, you should at least stay when you get a job at a school. If it starts to go well, you should at least stay for five years. That's the cycle of a kid that you redshirt his freshman year until he's a senior that to what me if, is what like if the, 
what if the said school that you're going to offers you four times what you're making? You wouldn't be offered that if it wasn't for the success you had at the smaller school first. I mean, and the truth is also like, I don't know. Fuck it. That's just how I feel. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, don't want to make another ass. argument. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't need that at all. <laughs> no, it, it, to, to me, it's like, I'm not saying you got to stay somewhere forever that like, you know, if you're, a great coach you're doomed to be at smu until you're 80 but i'm saying like at least stay for the cycle of the first class you bring in i that, agreed with you before two years ago as soon as as soon as the instant transfer rule was initiated then i stopped agreeing with that now that the kids can leave on a dime i think the coaches are good to go the advantage is still with the coaches man for sure for sure the coaches are still the one like i know they're like now they have nil and instant transfer the coaches still run college football it's still about the coaches when a team wins it's the coaches win more than it's the players win i i mean i I hear you but to me like i said that is that is a red flag when i see somebody that goes like literally jumps at the first Who's the who's the guy that feels like he's up for a new job every fucking year? He used to be the Patriots offensive coordinator. I always forget his Josh name. McDaniels. Josh he McDaniels. He does have a job. He is headed to Vegas. Great. He'll have a new job every two years because yep. he's, he's a ship jumping piece of shit. And uh, the other who the other guy is the um, Lane Kiffin. You remember him? Yeah, at Ole Miss. He's got a new job every two years because he has zero loyalty and he's just trying to climb. And it's like sometimes just sitting down somewhere and actually letting the work speak for itself and like, you know, whatever, build up University of South Florida or wherever the fuck he was for a little bit. Like Florida International, I believe. Yeah. Build, mm. Florida Atlantic. Florida build, Atlantic. Build, build something, you know? He like, embraces it being a shithead, though. He really does. It sucks that he is both a shithead and, a, and really good at his job. Yeah, I wish yeah. that wasn't the case. I wish it was one or the other. It he sucks whenever shitty being people a shit are head. good at being are good at stuff. I wish yeah. shitty people were just shit at all the stuff they do. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, however, is a really really good coach. Showed it in Alabama, the state of Mississippi. Somehow, somehow, I think I, I think it's a matter of time there. He did get uh, Jackson Dart from USC um, has transferred there. Do you think uh, maybe Urban Meyer and his wife have an open relationship? And this is just nobody asked that question, Eric. No, I actually heard that a lot. Maybe they do. Maybe maybe this maybe the real thing here is not that he has his thumb up this chick's ass, but it's that he made his wife look stupid. You know, his wife's the one taking the picture. (laughs) That's his. That that was the Letterman thing, right? He he he, yeah. he, he borrowed his wife's thumb. For that. Yeah. The whole the whole Letterman thing was not like, oh, how could he cheat? It's like clearly they have an arrangement, and the arrangement is don't make me look like an asshole. So I think that's where he fucked up. I, I think that's what's likely. I think that's likely as well. So yeah. we're looking at like a House of Cards scenario, like a, like an Underwoods yeah. type thing. Let, let's use the real life example. We're talking about the motherfucking Clintons. The Clintons. And yes, that is exactly. <laughs> I lived in Harlem when they built their, they, uh, uh, on 125th Street, they had a big high rise where they would fuck kids in blood pentagrams. I mean, run their foundation. And <laughs> it was right, <laughs> it was right on 125th. And I used to be like, God, they, it is like, they move in and literally within two years, that whole neighborhood is completely different. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, dude, completely different. Like they put in Whole Foods. And it was like, are we even in Harlem anymore? Um, I got they gentrified Harlem. Harlem. They well, Clint, they Clintonified. Well, look, I mean, like I'm a white guy that was living in Harlem, but I they put in a coffee shop in my building, and then I got kicked out because the rent went up. So I technically, <laughs> technically, I'm the only white guy to get gentrified out of Harlem. <laughs> that did happen. That did happen. You wear that, wear that like a badge of honor. <laughs> All right, fellas. Maddie Snapback. He's oh, yeah. really good, and that's the bottom line because Maddie Snapback said so. So the Rams right. were 22nd in points in 2020. Uh, Q Maddie Snapback, and they're seventh in points per game this year. He tied the highest completion percentage of his career this year, 67.2 percent of his balls were completed uh hasn't been that high since one megatron was on the receiving end of those 41 tds tied his career high again megatron days what we have to go back to to catch the last time that happened best winning percentage of his career and highest td percentage of his career meaning the highest percentage of his passes went for touchdowns this year than any other year he's played in the nfl and a lot of that's due to the offense but the fact that I mean, it's the, this team be, immediately became a Super Bowl contender, and clearly that was that was that was proven true, proven correct. Sure, um, he is also really capable of throwing a kick in the nuts interception. Yeah, he did have a, yeah. he did have seventeen interceptions, which was a bit yep. high for him. He had four pick sixes in four games. It was uh, what you was that what? dude? What was that dude for the Texans that did that? Matt Schaub. Oh boy! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dark days. You yeah. know what could happen if the Rams win the Super Bowl? What's that? Matthew Stafford could make the Hall of Fame. Very true. Yes, one hundred percent. If you had to guess where he is on the list of all-time passers, without looking it up right now, what are your? He's guess? like eight. Well, guess low. Don't make me look like an asshole. Uh, like fifth, <laughs> like fifty, fiftieth, fifty, fifteenth, fiftieth. Yeah, yeah, fiftieth. That's a good guess. Yeah. Cole, Cole how about you? Um, Cole also, Cole also said fiftieth. He texted me. Yeah, I'm gonna say 49th. Okay, Ryan, what's your guess? He's, got, he's he's top ten. He's like eighth. He's 12. Yeah, God. he's 12, but he's he's about to pass Elway, and yep. you're like, if he puts a Super Bowl on that, yep. I mean, what? He's not gonna play for another five seasons. He's not gonna throw for another he's what 32. Yeah, easy. I easy. keep thinking that he is in the age bracket of Matt Ryan. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and stuff, and he's not. He's a nope. little younger than that. Yep. I feel no, like he's he was been in the league in 2010, 2010 or twenty eleven is when he was drafted. I don't think he went all four years at Georgia too. He did um, not. Yeah. He was drafted at twenty one. Yeah. I remember that because I th- I believe when he was drafted, he was the youngest player in the NFL. Wow. Yeah, five star. A, five star a, guy. He had a fat face. You remember that? He did yeah. have a fat face. He had a big fat face. I loved his fat face. <laughs> he still got a fat face. He just has. But that he used to have to like he, it up. he used yeah. to look like he looked like me. He was like, yeah, <laughs> a child, a childlike cherubic, angelic, dumpy face. Yes, big yes. fat piece of shit. We have a yeah. we we have a soft spot for our um for the NFL's more rotund quarterbacks. We do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i'm speaking of next week on my podcast i have the ghost of jared lorenzen coming on so oh. love that. can't wait for that <laughs> i think the last time you were on here i think we talked about you wanting to do that episode and then something came up 
no what, what what came up is my friend who wanted to do it like pushed out and he was like but fairly because he was like jared lorenzen died like three years ago yeah so it'd be a very funny episode until you get like a twitter message from someone in jared lorenzen's family going i miss uh, him every day yeah and then, and then you're like oh, i guess i'll never do comedy again i got what, to what, what a different six months makes yeah I got to interview Jerry <laughs> when he played for the Owensboro River Cats in the Arena Football what? League. Super nice guy. Was he? Was he? So uh, let me ask you this: Was he imposing or just a little off-putting? No, he was great. He was a super nice dude. He was just like he's massive. Was massive. R.I.P. In peace. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. And R.I.P. To everybody else that wore their that hat that AJ's wearing that died at the Alamo. <laughs> All right, Peter. Well, hashtag hashtag never forget the river monsters. Excuse me. All right, so yeah, this is another one that had to come up. So Tony went nuts, <laughs> gentlemen. Um, Antonio Brown, I guess going nuts would be um, putting it lightly, putting it lightly, or sort of, or maybe downplaying some sincere mental illness. Uh, yeah, I think it is downplaying some very sincere mental illness. <laughs> Uh, he's a very wealthy man. I hope he I hope he uses that wealth to improve his mental health. Uh, yeah. I hope I hope things spiral hopelessly out of control. We get more moments like this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's that that's sort of where I was at with it. I was like, this is like you can't you can't write this. This shit's incredible. I just I hope he's not suffering. It was it was I, I wanted as soon as I heard it, I was like, I have to watch this video now. In the middle of work, I was like, I gotta. Yeah go take a shit or something. And I went and watched the video. If as we can continue context, if we can continue to have his antics without him physically injuring another human or completely going broke and living under a bridge, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, look, I, don't, I don't see how that happens. Well, here's yeah. the thing. You ask the question, as long as he's not suffering by, by virtue of being a human being, on planet earth we are all suffering (laughs) eric's message to the youth suffering is inevitable and i know and and listen i i know that like we all when we watch football now we have to go we have to be like the mental health of the players is the most important thing and you know if somebody drops a pass i need to tweet them and just be like it's all right my sweet prince you'll get it next time and you're not (laughs) like i guess booing you will be shot but like to me i'm like there's got to be a happy balance where when a dude rips his clothes off and <laughs> hopscotches over <laughs> the end zone and gets the opposing team waving that you can make fun of him for a little bit. We don't have to immediately like drop to our knees and pray for his mental health. Yeah, this I'm, dude is I, so wildly unstable I'm though. I'm sure yes. look, I would have liked if he had just like the Jets had signed him to a one-day contract I would, and finished yeah. the game with them. <laughs> That was that's what he really should have done, and he should have put on like a Corvette jersey. Yeah, like he should have gone on as an old jet. Yeah, that would have been the move. Yeah, Eric, I think I saw that tweet, my friend. Yeah. Is he think rocking I a that fat tweet. lip? Is he rocking a fat lip in this oh, picture, buddy? That would be just so grand. He, I don't. He doesn't. You know, maybe maybe because he doesn't strike me as a chewing type, that he dips he dips hard. Yeah, it looks like he's got a whole roll of fucking Copenhagen in his it lip. It does there. look like that. But his teeth are so white. I saw him in person once. It's beautiful. <laughs> he's a he, he's an all time example, like even maybe worse than To of like man, like this guy worked so hard. Like To was a incredibly hard worker. Antonio yeah. Brown did not really have. He didn't have like amazing physical gifts compared to other 
wideouts, but like he made himself such a good route runner. Yeah. He really earned everything he had in the NFL. So it, it is kind of crazy to be like the, the only way that it would, it's not like he's like, again, in an NFL standard, it's not like he's wasting the most talent that's ever been seen in the league. It's like he built it. And now, and he, and it now down. he's burning yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I like, so, I, he's a hall of, he's a hall of famer no matter what. Yeah. No, no, he's not. Mm-mm. Numbers yeah, wise, but, he is. Uh, not no matter what. Now, if yeah, he would have ripped his shirt off and then strangled someone with it, no. But otherwise, yeah, he's going to make it. This isn't this isn't the baseball Hall of Fame where you know you you get off on feeling better than other people. I feel like in the NFL Hall of Fame, he will get it. Mm, we'll see. He was once a homeless youth in Miami, so to get where he's gotten to begin with, remarkable. And to yeah. have eight, an eight pack like that as you jump hopscotch across the fucking field <laughs> at 33 years old my god i keep i keep hoping antonio brown blake bortles i want all these guys to have careers in the usfl next year yeah because the usfl used to be you know like it was actual competition for the nfl yep. which is part of the reason why it only lasted for three seasons yep. so if they can be like, you know what? Here's an alternative to the football you watch. And we're going to get players that are fun. Again, Blake Bortles, I'm, I'm saying, will be the star of the USFL. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's fucking go. Like, I'm ready for the NFL to have competition. To... Blake Bortles and Gardner Minshew, your two star quarterbacks. Oh, man. I, 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 I'm hard thinking yep. about that. <laughs> I mean, as a, guy, as a guy who does a backup quarterback podcast, there's there's so many dudes that you just go didn't have the opportunity so if there's eight other opportunities to start with national audiences let's let's do it in there well we're all hard let's prepare to get harder gentlemen because it's now time to talk about michael mccorkle mcorkle mac zeta jones that's mac and i believe his lovely right there in the photo uh, oh, wow. Mac, she's Mac, so still, yeah. I mean, yeah, we can croon over her, but let's yeah. let's not pretend who's the who's the ace here. It's Mac. Star Jones. of the show is the star is 10, of the show, right? He's a ten. He is a ten. He's everything ten. Literally ten. Yes. She's like a nine years a old. He's he, fucking no, around. He, he's not that good, right? Like this is like an inside no, he, joke. He's he's not that good. Okay. He's fine. He is very aggressive. <laughs> this is the first time fine. I think we've ever actually acknowledged that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones is, is very aggressively fine, and will continue to be very aggressively fine. That like that's what everybody and at, when he was still at Alabama before all of the draft buzz blew up into whatever. His his floor is very high. His ceiling is very low. He's not going to get that much better. He's already really accurate and really smart. You can win with him. You can probably win a Super Bowl with him with a team constructed in the right way. A la I'm the not... team that surrounded Tom Brady early in his years. Correct. Yeah, do I, I, think do I... Chad Pennington with a slightly stronger arm. Agre- yes, 100%. Great comp. Better looking. Yeah. Yeah. Better looking yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, more, and, and more smarter. Don't get, me, don't get me started with Chad Pennington's West Virginia roots. <laughs> <laughs> talk dirty to me yeah. Yeah, just talk dirty to me i have a lot of fans in west virginia I, i'm just kidding guys <laughs> uh so mac jones surprisingly was the best rookie quarterback of the year who saw that yeah. coming you guys we did actually we did <laughs> we did that 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 wasn't a setup i just i just realized that yeah we actually did do that yeah 
Um, Do you think Shanahan regrets not drafting Mac Jones in any way, shape, or form? No. He will. Yeah, he, he I, might. He yeah. will. I'm telling you, man, Trey Lance is not working out. He might so, in the future. Let's project this a little bit. So it is surprising enough to say that Mac Jones was the best rookie NFL quarterback this year. Will it stay that way as him being the best, the best quarterback of this class? No, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. They have a much higher ceiling than he does. Sure. Justin Fields is guaranteed to be better than Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence is in such a shit situation in Jacksonville. He may get his career torpedoed. Is this when the first time ju- we've, we've when you say just when you when you say Justin Fields is guaranteed to be better than Mac Jones? Yeah. What is that based off of? Pure physical ability. Well, okay. Well, in that case, Jeff George will be better than John Elway. Jeff George was a monster. Jeff George. Nobody's ever had more arm talent than Jeff George. So there's he was a there, monster. There's something more to that, and it's not just like I mean, look, I, maybe Justin Fields will be great. I mean, I, I don't doubt he has more talent than Mac Jones, but so far, they've both played NFL football, and one guy right. was better. You're right. Mac so, Jones was more efficient. Well, yeah, fuck. I mean, had, Josh Allen is, is is more physically talented than Tom Brady ever was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, is, like, I kind of view it like once you do it, that's the biggest barometer for whether or not you're going to be able to keep doing it. That's like, that's where I'm at with it as well. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's true. Who's, who's most likely to be good? The guy that's already good. <laughs> the guy that's, that's doing that's doing good stuff. It makes sense. There's a lot that's of guys true. that are really talented that just for whatever reason can't put it together. It's like it's not. It's not like uh, it, it is like so so much of it is just momentum. I feel like I th- like I think about. I'm, I promised I wouldn't talk about Nick Foles too early in the podcast, but I will now. You're good. We're we're pretty. It's like some it. some sometimes it's like a dude puts on a jersey and he feels good about himself. Like the, the, there's some, there's sometimes there's stupid reasons why guys play better than other guys. And it matters that Justin Fields got drafted with a lame duck head coach uh, with a shitty offensive scheme where the offensive line sucked and he got beat up his first season because yep. if that's in his head now, and he's just got an internal clock that's off, then he'll get the next head coach, the bears fired. And then he'll, he'll be on his second team. And once you're on your second team, you're not the priority of that second team. And they have a guy that they drafted. That's their guy. So like the fact that Mac Jones got in with the Pats, got in with Belichick, they got rid of Newton and they played all right in his rookie season. I mean, I don't, I I think he's the strong favorite to continue being the best quarterback of the class. You've won me over. I like that argument. Hell yeah. Uh, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, future subjects of uh, Here Come the Backups podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it depends who the, if the Jags get a, they, I don't know. I feel like the, the Jags truly burn it down and they're going to be like, we're going to stick with Trevor Lawrence. We're not going to Bortles him. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I'll be like, maybe, you- maybe Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence has a, de- has a, almost like a more decent chance to turn it around because there's, zero expectations in Jacksonville. That's true. Yeah, there are none. There are very none in Jacksonville. Yeah. Do you think Gardner Minshew will be your best episode ever whenever that does happen? I'm, I'm, I, I, You're going to be try, dead by then? <laughs> I try not to do I try not to do guys that are still in the league, but that said, I just did Bortles. Um, I dropped his episode today. But Bortles yeah, is barely in the league. It, it's, it's so weird. He's league eligible. Here's, here's what's weird about Bortles, okay? I want to talk, talk about Bortles. Yep. He's got over he's seven. Seen. He's got over 70 starts. He's three and one in the playoffs. 
Went to an AFC championship game. Went to an AFC championship game. Played well in the yep. AFC championship game. Played well, and yes, in a lot of garbage time and once, but he's had two markedly very good seasons in the NFL, and they're not that long ago. I think it's because his name is Blake Bortles. It's like the <laughs> consonants. People go, he sucks. I'm yeah. with, I, I love this theory. It, and it's like, the, I was like, ooh, the good place wrote a joke about him. So like the, the reasons like, like that you just associate somebody with like a lack of success, it's, it's random. Like wh- why the fuck is Josh McCown playing in the league until he's 40 and Blake Bortles can't get a backup job when Blake Bortles played in the championship game and is miles better than Josh McCown ever was. Josh McCown just got an interview to be the Texans head coach and he's still not retired from playing. Be the first play, be the first player coach that we've had in a while. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. That um, is gorgeous. Yeah. Bortles, Bortles is uh Bortles has got to start again. It's got to happen. Yep. You, like that. You, 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 you put that out into the ether. And uh, we'll, we'll be right, we'll be right behind we'll, we'll you. We'll pound that drum. Yeah, we'll, we'll pound, pound that, that drum. drum. If, it happens, if it happens, bring me back. You know, you heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, <laughs> let's talk about this. Uh, FedEx Field is once blood. <laughs> this is so funny. Mm-hmm. So okay, funny. so here's what happened at, uh, here's what's happened at FedEx Field. So on FedEx Field, and I'm going to, I'm going to save the best for last. Uh, Joe Burrow tore his ACL. Adrian Peterson tore his ACL. RG3 has torn his ACL. Alex Smith um, almost died. Ryan Fitzpatrick tore his ACL. Kyle Allen tore his ACL. Chase Young tore his ACL. Oh, and Jalen Hurts almost died. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. And, Brady, and, that's fans, it. Yeah. and fans routinely get raw sewage spilled upon them and their nachos. <laughs> I, thought, oh, I, went I, to, was... I went to a game was the Eagles uh, Redskins at the time. And I guess somebody got maced in the crowd and the mace got into the fans and it blew onto the field. And <laughs> wow. so like all the whole team came, and there's this dudes like in football gear crying. It, it's, it's such a, it's such a, this is a perfect graphic and there's a million other things you could put on here over the 20 years that Snyder's been there that aren't, they aren't just like, Oh yeah, people get injured in football. It's like, no, this thing is rotted to the core Yep. and everything is an outgrowth of that. It's, yep. it's, I, I, I used to like, when I grew up, my whole family is Washington fans. I'm an Eagles fan. And you know, this is like the nineties. So they're good. And it's, they used to torture me. And so when it flipped, I was like having a lot of fun with how bad they were. And now it's not even fun to make uh, fun of them because they have zero hope. It, it is, it is everybody in my family. When you make fun of Washington, they're like, yes, it's like, it's like talking to people in the fucking handmaid's tale. Like they're miserable. They, they watch football with zero joy. Just, they, they don't just, expect, they don't expect to win when they do win. They're not excited because they know they're going to fuck it up. Like it's, it is joyless football and it's been that way for decades um i'm saying i don't enjoy it but you know it is a little fun but i i wish it kind of to me it like signals like the nfc east would be the most popular division in sports if two of the teams weren't completely hopeless yeah i don't know i would say overall fan base i think that the nfc east might take the cake between the football team the eagles 
the Cowboys and the Giants. I bet I bet that division makes the most on on merchandise of of any division in the NFL. Yeah, probably. Uh, you don't think the AFC East? No, the the Dolphins. Dolphins hurt it. Yeah, Dolphins hurt it a lot. There's there's no weak link in the NFC East. Every one of those teams has a massive following. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I, I I agree with you in that this is rotten to the core. Also, I I I would like to die on this hill right now. Um, the Red Hogs. What are we going with? The what is it? The fucking Generals. I think it's going to be the, the Commanders. Like the commanders. I is believe. that oh, the decision? Fuck that. We'll learn out. We'll learn tomorrow. No, okay. I don't want that. I want the Red Hogs. I think we've made that perfectly clear. Yeah, we can uh, make well, the shirts. We'll still get the shirts. Do you guys have like your guess for what it's going to be? Commanders. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Commanders. I think that's the odds-on favorite. AJ, Red Hogs. AJ, speaking of hills to die on, that hat makes you look like you're going to die at the Battle of San Juan Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, by the way, I only asked that question so I could Google battles in the Spanish-American War. <laughs> <laughs> That was well done. Led by General Dan Snyder. Yep. <laughs> okay. Brian. Commander. Now it's time for the pronunciation game. Uh, Eric, these are words Evan can't say. You may not opt out of any of these. Our first word slash name slash moniker, whatever. We all thought it was going to be the first overall draft pick in the 2023 NFL draft. We're not quite sure that's going to happen. He may get usurped mm. as a starter at Clemson, but he is still a human being and he has a name. Eric, what is it? Uh, DJ Uigalele. Not not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not Close. right, but also not bad. <laughs> it's DJ Uigalele. Uigalele. Okay. Like Tua Tungo Vailoa. The, the AG sound is an NG in Samoa. It, it's Tua Tungo Vailoa? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, got a lot of, you got a lot of Hawaiian names on here. We do. Yeah, big fans. Uh, next one, Edge Rusher at a BYU. Not sure if he's Mormon or not. Uh, he was drafted by the Chiefs, and now he's in the Bayou playing for the Saints. What's his name, Eric? Uh, uh, Tano uh, Pisanyan. I think you outsmarted yourself there. Yeah. yeah. You, you were better on the first. It's Tano Capasanyan. Yeah, you get. Oh, wow. that, you, you, you want to really grab hold of that K. Yeah, really get a hold of that K. I, I assumed it would have been a silent K. Yeah. Right. That's what that's what they wanted us to think. Yeah, so the next, next one. Fella. Yeah, the next one is the center for the Dallas Cowboys. Tyler um, Badass. Tyler yep. <laughs> Badass is my favorite that I've heard yep. thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin cheese bread, cheese fed. Uh, is that your final answer, Tyler Badass? Tyler Badass is my Tyler final Badass. <laughs> the final answer, judges, it, it, it is really good, but it's Tyler Biotish. <laughs> It's Tyler Badass. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Teeler. Teeler B. Badass. Next one, Ryan. Uh, the next one is a linebacker for the New York football giants. He went to Old Dominion. Those mighty monarchs, uh, New York mm. Giants fans, do not want him to be playing linebacker for them anymore because he is not good at it. What is his name, though? I love that Old Dominion signed a 10-year contract with Virginia Tech when they joined division one as for an out of conference game. So that's going to help them hugely build up their program. And I think they're, only, right. they're doing like six and four, six attack four at ODU, but that's going to be huge for them. Yeah. 
Um, financially, of course. Always. Yeah, yeah, important. And, and I like that Tech did that, you know? Yeah, it's uh, generous of them. Let's go with O'Shane Zemines. Mm, damn good Very track. close, very close. It is O'Shane Shimenez. Shimenez. Shimenez, yes. All right. So, Eric, this next one is a bit like skiing. Once you master it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, okay. So this is a cornerback uh, out of Auburn, first round draft pick to the Miami Dolphins a few years ago. What is his name? Noah Igbin- Igbinoheni. Mm, mm, we've gotten Igbinoheni quite a few times. It is Noah Igbinogany. Give that Igb- a shot. Noah Igbinogamy. Yes. <laughs> Igbinogamy. It, 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 mm. it sounds like something some woke <laughs> people do with like fucking different people other than their wives or husbands. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I prescribed to the Church of Igbenogany. <laughs> what the Mormons do. That's why Tano Capasignan is also on this list. It, say, say it one more time for me. Igbenogany. Igben, Igbenogamy. With an N at the end. Igbenogany. There it is. Igbenogamy. The bunny slopes are tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Bunny is slopes the... are tough. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, slot wide receiver, uh, returner, special teams ace for the Patriots out of Bemidji State, the Fighting Caterpillars. Eric, what's his name? Well, thank you for giving me a couple white guys on here. That definitely makes me feel better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is Gunner uh, Olszewski. We're close. Oh. Close. You got to think college basketball, think. like Mike Shushevsky. It's Gunnar Olshevsky. Gunnar Olshevsky. Gunnar Olshitsky, if you give up about halfway through the last name. Yep. Yeah. Also That's... accepted Gunnar Olshitsky. Yeah. This next one is Navy's head coach. He's been there this. for a one. whole bunch of, a whole lot of bunch. You know his name. Go ahead. I know this one. Ken Niamataolo. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. Bingo. Nailed it. Love it. Ryan. This next fella linebacker edge rusher university of oklahoma might be a draft pick we're not sure played really well against kansas what is his name david ugwabu mm, you got to hit that last g there it's david agwegbu hit that g. david agwegbu <clears throat> yeah this last one uh he is the place kicker for your houston texans <laughs> um, <laughs> what is his name john christian badass yes <laughs> Related to Tyler for really? T Lair. Tyler. Yes. So Eric, are you gonna give that a shot or no? I'm not gonna give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, great job. Good try, Eric. That was really close. Oh my goodness. In Good a surprising runner. turn of events, another two-time hey. winner, Eric Helwig, winner of the tonight's McCorkle Award. Last week's winner was Scott Rainier. Eric, thank you so fucking much for joining us again. This was as fun as it was last time. Yep. Boys, now you clap, please. Jesus. Sincerely and Closer to the microphones. There you go. Thank you so much, Eric. Um, we have we always have fun talking with you, and we're glad we can get you on again. So plug your shit. Tell us what you're doing, what's important, where to find you, how to contribute, all the things. What do you got? Awesome. Uh, easiest place to go is erichelwig.com because that's where you're going to find uh, all my social media, everything. But so first thing is my podcast, bringing the backups, which obviously anybody that uh, likes your guys' podcast, I think would like mine because you guys do a lot of comedy. I do a lot of comedy. 
every episode we uh, we pick a backup quarterback and we just kind of make fun of their career and what they do with their life after they're out of the NFL and uh, talk. We and then we'll catch up like if there's sporting news, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, doesn't matter. Like we just talk about what's going on in the sports world. But a lot of like nostalgia from, you know, if you're 30 or older, you're going to love the pod because it's yep. going to harken back to stuff that you remember from mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Um, if you want to see me do stand up, when you go on my website, erichelwig.com, just click on my tour dates. You can actually sign up. I have something called Bands in Town, which will let you know whenever I am in your area. And uh, the goal for 2022 and beyond is to be on the road more often. Uh, I'm going to be in Santa Barbara, California on February. Uh, I mean, this is coming out soon, right? I can plug dates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, coming cool. out on Thursday. Perfect. So then I'll skip this week. But then so, uh, yeah. So if you want to miss the Super Bowl, you can come see me in North Hollywood at the Comedy <laughs> Chateau. Fuck the Super Bowl. February 12th. Uh, you can also see me um, in Santa Barbara on the 19th. Uh, and then I'm going to be in Hawaii for the Aloha Comedy Festival on Ooh. February 24th, 25th, 26th. So if you know anybody on the, the main island there, Honolulu, uh, it's going to be four shows over the course of three days. They have great headlining comedians. So that'll be that'll be really fun. So, yeah, check out all my tour dates, everything with my podcast, social media handles. You can do all of that at erichelwig.com. Hawaii, not a bad business trip. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much, Eric. Eric. Gentlemen. This was a blast, guys. Ryan. Now our disclaimer. Thanks for listening to the Shall We Football podcast. Please subscribe to our Legally Perfect podcast on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera. Leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. The more listeners, the more we keep doing this shit. Tell your friends. We're not going to pay for advertising. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. Today, February 1st, on this date of recording, it is National Texas Day, so I thought I'd find some facts about Texas. Texas is more than twice the size of Germany, but there is a dialect of German that is spoken only in Texas. There are three major power grids in the United States, one for the East Coast, one for the West Coast, and one for Texas. Uh, here's some people who have been alive and then not since Texas last won a national championship in football in 2005. Johnny Carson, he died in 2005. Patrick Swayze in 09. Anna Nicole Smith, drug overdose in 2007. Michael Jackson, 2009. Farrah Fawcett, 2009. Bernie Mac was alive the last time Texas won a national championship. Paul Newman and his semen that he was distributing in small packets disguised as ranch dressing. He died in 2008. Uh, and my mother was also alive the last time that oh, Texas Jesus won a national Christ. championship in 2005. Texas yeah. is back, baby. Well, that I've never had a better way to dismount from a podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, boys, uh, Horns with Heart is paying Texas off at the Lyman 50K a year with founder Ron Blair assuring everyone this is for actual charitable work. Sure, Ron, yep. Texas is back. All the way back.